Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered by Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Tuesday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs, fiddling with the knobs, babyface Joel Solomon producing this disaster of a show. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss, Boy, Dave is back from Pittsburgh. What a life. Back from Pittsburgh. Went over all these in the in the pre-roll here. I went over all these restaurants no one could ever care about that he visited in Pittsburgh. And now, tonight, it gets good as his Penguins pretty much will clinch a playoff berth. Don't you do it, oh, you stinker. Minus, minus 450. How, what could go wrong here? With I don't want to hear the, that. Uh, Blackhawks. And even worse, Martin is probably going to cash in because we ran our mouths about the Lakers not making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Kappa consequences awaits us. Martin, I don't know. I, I, I can't believe it. it's this easy for the Lakers. I said, worst case scenario, they're going to have to get out of that 9-10, and now they're going to play a depleted T-Wolves team. <laughs> I was, so I think uh, you, you, you tell the story of your famous headache of when they quit playing with Magic Johnson in the All-Star game. Just put the ball right. down in the middle. Yes. And that, I understand that this is a more involved story that took over the span of days, mm-hmm. but the confluence of events that had to occur for the Lakers to be able to walk into the playoffs on like the, the moving sidewalk and the at the airport, that's how easy it is. It's going to should be for them to just walk into the playoffs by the time mm-hmm. most people hear that, like hear my voice after today. It, it's absurd. Like, I like that analogy. I don't like that it's working against us, but the yeah, the moving um, sidewalk, whatever, at the airport. It's, yeah, it, it's uh, we're it's, in trouble. The seas are partying. Rudy Gobert pushing people in the chat, like Kyle Anderson of all people, and you, Rudy Gobert didn't even want to do it. That guy that was deserved the worst it. Case that guy he had it coming. That was a pathetic swing for sure. And yeah, I was just about to say, I wish I could reach through this Zoom and push both of you meekly in the chest for for assuming things. Are already resolved. The Lakers have one thing going against them, fellas. It's the curse of Sposta. How could you possibly lose to this T Wolves team? I don't know. Lakers have lost yeah. games like this all season long, right? It's true. All right, so let's get to it now. Uh, that that's the seven eight. That's the night game. T Wolves at Lakers. It went up to eight and a half. Gobert suspended by his own team um, for uh, as Martin was talking about starting a fight. Punches punches a teammate in the chest. It seemed like. Kyle Anderson, it seemed like he was demonstrating a jab. I was saying it's it's what it had the force of someone who was demonstrating a jab, put the arm out, uh, work the hips, swing the hips, but okay, just place your head. So it wasn't much of a punch, but enough so that they had to um they had to uh suspend him. And then Prince, the shove back there, Martin, the shove was like, I'm I've been waiting for this all year, right? That wasn't like, hey, I'm breaking this up. Dejan Prince. Broke it up with a big, big shove. And so anyway, Gobert's out. That line went from six to eight and a half. And I'm wondering, is Rudy Gobert the worst teammate in all of sports? Between the COVID and spitting on the microphone and then touching everything and really, uh, you know, kickstarting that whole thing, canceling the league, whatever was going to be canceled anyway. And now the punching the teammate and just being French is so lame these days. What do you think, Martin? I mean... We talked about how what was wrong with the Utah Jazz? What was wrong with the Utah Jazz? Donovan yeah. Mitchell is like 
of getting going to have MVP votes. He shouldn't be the MVP, but he's going to have MVP votes this year. Rudy Gobert is getting in fights with Kyle Anderson. Mm. And it just, like, this people are going to try to equate this to Draymond Green's punch, and especially Draymond Green himself, as right. I've seen. This is not the same. I'll tell you why. Rudy Gobert got called a name in front of everybody and then was forced to do something. If mm. you watch the video, of which you under, you know I've broken down like the Zapruder film at this point. Mm-hmm. There's a woman holding his hand, right, as Rudy is holding his hand almost in this fashion like he's about to backhand Kyle Anderson. There's a woman holding his wrist. There's a woman holding Gobert's hand? What? Yes, there's a I woman holding his wrist. Is Martin about, High again? What did I miss this? What I really? promise you. Watch the video. There's a woman holding his wrist, breaks free. Then when he shoves, as soon as he makes contact with Kyle Anderson, mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert, his back pedals like 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 he's Deion Sanders trying to cover yeah. somebody uh, on the on the gridiron. He was out of there. Oh yeah. It's yeah. the it's a classic barroom fight involving frat dudes when they throw the punch. You see that all the time in big time sports too. Come it connects it all of us. They yeah. no, it's the move of simultaneously. I'm gonna throw a punch while also dodging your non-existent punch back at me. So that so the effect is this. I'm pulling my head away in yeah. case you're throwing at me. Yeah, it was a pathetic move. But by the way, Jaden McDaniel's punch. Is way worse. At least Kyle Anderson isn't is it like cement and gonna break Rudy Gobert's hand. McDaniels, once again, we were just talking about this too. The one thing you can't do is use the essential parts to how you play your big time sport. And McDaniels puts himself out with yeah. a broken hand. Breaks his I hand. Mean, Stupid. Yeah. I, I mean, punched a wall. This is remember John. We talked about that. St. Louis Cardinals pitcher John Tudor in the World Series or the a- a- NLCS. Either way. Punched a fan with his pitching hand, so right. he couldn't play anymore. This is this is really. I like the Gus Farad thing best because it was it came in celebration. Well, whatever <laughs> the grammatica too with the the torn ACL, which is funny and terrible at the same time. But as far as the teammate goes, the worst teammate, I I kind of feel you're getting to a place where is there an athlete who slept with over two and a half teammates, girlfriends mm. slash wives? Then I think we're talking. I'd love to know that because I think that's the number. Like, all right, w- wow, one. Oh, man, that's terrible. Whoa, two, three. Well, though, no, this guy just didn't care. Didn't care at all. So uh, hit us up there and uh, let us know on Twitter if you know of any athletes because worst that would be teammate. the only one. Yeah, worst team. I kind of wonder because I feel like when you're in an environment of, of alpha males in the locker room, of which I, I imagine a locker mm-hmm. room to be, right? Yeah. If you got a guy who's sleeping with multiple teammates' wives, they're probably looking like the, the, I feel like the aggregate is probably looking at the teammate who's married said woman, like, what are you doing? As opposed to oh, sure. the guy yeah. who is, uh, as Dave would say, the coxman. Right. Now, D'Angelo Russell, I feel like, could be here. But the thing is, he seems to have been forgiven. He's back on the Lakers, even though Nick Young is no longer Wait. there. Wait, who'd he bed? D'Angelo Russell Snapchatted about Nick Young cheating on his fiance Iggy Azalea. Yeah, that was crazy. Wait, and Tony right. Parker 
There, there are a bunch of these. I was just thinking, like, well, there's we a bunch. Really probably spill all the, the all the rumors that we probably have heard, but there are ones that went public. The Delante West, right? Wasn't he right? What was what was the one with him? Wasn't I can't remember. Someone's all mother. All what, well, whose mother? The was rumor it? was that Le- Delante LeBron. West slept with LeBron's mother. All right, that sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> right. let's go That's with that. A lot going on. Yeah, and I'm like sure we're missing. Yeah, allegedly, we have to say allegedly. But I think anyway. I say, yeah. I think the bigger crime is. Rudy Gobert is like lame. Like people make fun of him all the time. Yeah. Like people have been picking on like they ever since they they don't do the pick uh the all-star draft pick on TNT anymore because KD and LeBron or Giannis and LeBron mm. or whoever couldn't stop making fun of Rudy Gobert. That makes him the At worst the end teammate. Of it. They want him pick him last, I guess, because he's the worst teammate. Yeah, I'm sure we're missing on some South American soccer team uh, player killed oh, his teammate or something in the 1950s <laughs> or some crap. That would be a bad teammate. But uh, so that's that. So we're doing race to 10. It's me and the degenerate trifecta. We've lost three in a row. This is terrible. And we're taking the T-Wolves tonight at plus 116 Ooh. to score 10. I know. I don't even know. So go Bears out. So does AD just get the tip? Is it their first possessions? I don't know what it is, but we have to take the underdog. We have to. Well, doesn't it Minnesota out. basically? Don't we know where this game's heading by roughly? I don't know midway through the second quarter. Like Minnesota should be pre should be inclined to lay down. If there's an indication this ain't our night, there's mm-hmm. no reason to gas themselves and instead look ahead yeah, tonight right. too, where they've already set themselves up with Gobert returning. It's only They'd a one-game game. Correct. They'd get a this home game, game against the This game kind of doesn't 10. matter to them. Are they really going to put out and lay it all on the line tonight? Yeah, it's about rest just before the themselves. weekend. Yeah. And then so the game before that is Hawks at Heat. That's these other seven, eight. The Heat are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. I have the Hawks to not make the playoffs from preseason, one of one of the mm. very few futures that survived uh, as, as, uh, up till now, two-to-one odds there. Um, the other thing is, this is great. So, you know, I had Dallas to make the playoffs and they were a five seed Martin when they traded for Kyrie Irving really looked like they were, um, they wanted to make the postseason at the time. And then I gave up on the bet because they dropped, 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 dropped. And this is our problem. As you mentioned, this is why the Lakers are in such good shape because a team like Dallas just tanked and tanked and tanked. And then they're a half game out of the 10 spot. They're a favorite against the Bulls. And then they mention that they're not playing anybody. Actually, Lucas says he's going to play a quarter against the Bulls, which I don't even understand that. Why, why are you even going to play a quarter? You're like, all right, I'm, I'm on board with this tanking thing, but not fully on board. So he plays a quarter. Sidebar, they make his over under 11 and a half. Uh, he takes every shot in the first quarter, gets to 11, and then plays the first possession of the second quarter and gets an easy put-back bucket, so ends up with 12. Okay, and then sits the rest of the game. So there's shenanigans there. But anyway, Jason Kidd, everybody said they're tanking so that they don't have to give the Knicks that pick. It's a conditional pick. And the league is like, well, we're we're investigating now. And it's like, what's the investigation? That a-hole Osama bin Laden said, yeah, the 9-11, that was all me. It's like, oh, well, we're going to investigate this. What? I realize what it is. I realize what it is. First of all, Luca was playing at all because it was Slovenian appreciation night. And apparently a lot of people from Slovenia are at least a significant enough amount of people from Slovenia fly across the world to Dallas to watch him play. And this would have been the second consecutive year that he would have missed it because the first year it was on a back-to-back. So that's why he went out there in the first place at all. 
to satiate those fans, I mm -hmm. suppose. I didn't know this. Okay, is that going to be part of but, the investigation? I wonder if that uh, counts as, as uh, aggravating or mitigating. I, I have but no I'm idea. Thinking, all right, if you're investigating the Mavericks for doing this at game 82, you should yeah. be investigating the Trailblazers for doing this at game 62, right? So the that's Hornets. the problem. Yeah, but that's the problem. You know what this all is? I, conspiracy theory, Martin put his tinfoil hat on. The reason why the NBA is investigating this mm -hmm. is because Mark Cuban made such a big deal about his team not inbounding, but not knowing the inbounds and and challenging right. the that ruling yeah. for that just came out earlier. I mean, late last week, and then this happens. Boom! NBA they just ruled that it's like obviously the Warriors won the game. Mavericks or contestants is not valid, and now all of a sudden, all right, you want to be a jerk, Mark Cuban? Well, now I'm going to investigate what you clearly are guilty of doing because your head coach, your GM talked openly about it. The funny thing is they almost won the game. They had three shots at, uh, at three to tie and go to overtime. And then that would have made put even more eyes on the Sunday game. Uh, but it didn't matter. Shaq, I don't know what you do. Martin's right. You don't, everyone's tanking. Houston certainly hasn't been playing tough. They're not a very good team, but they haven't been playing tough for the last two months. They know they want to be in the bottom three. Uh, and I, I think one thing you could do is get rid of these conditional picks. Like you're trading a pick, then it's an actual pick. Like the Knicks get this pick no matter what. As soon as you say this depends on how you finish in the standings, you're opening yourself up to shenanigans. Yeah, you're right. And it does appear that this is not just uh, about first overall pick, but it's what, what looks like a generational player. And so people are taking out, and I'm not against that philosophically. If you ain't going to win the title, um, I, I don't think it's the worst thing in the word, world, but I also think Cubans having it both ways. Let me, let me just say this. <clears throat> Whoa. Get him if you want to lose. Like Kanye, he hates the Jews. He's Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie. Why did they go and get Kyrie? And further, why is Cuban talking about like, yeah, oh yeah, our first order of business this offseason is retaining Kyrie. Either mm -hmm. you like the the Luca Kyrie duo going mm -hmm. forward and what they might do right now in these playoffs right. or you don't, I, that that's the part I don't get. Okay. Well, so you want to, you yeah. want to be, you want to tank out and, and get the best player in a few years, apparently coming into the NBA, but you know, don't you, you, you're, you're just willing to throw away this duo that you believed in two months ago and in the yeah. future. It's very weird. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, you have a shot at, you know, all right, getting the 10th seed isn't um, too promising, right? No. But with Luka and Kyrie, you have a shot at two, winning two one and duns. You absolutely do. And then go to Denver, and that could be a good series. Like, So it's stupid. So this is the one we're hanging our hat on as the big uh, tank job for sure. Yeah, and, and furthermore, I don't think Luka is into the Luka-Kyrie duo. So when you say something like, oh, that's going to be our priority, well, you're scaring your star away. Babyface, you would contend that the tanking signs were there as soon as they signed Kyrie. That that's my opinion. If they're going to yeah. do this investigation, especially mm -hmm. like someone like Mark Cuban, who is uh, very big in the Jewish community and also a smart owner, we thought this mm -hmm. sounds of sabotage from that point. You're you're trading for Kyrie. That's when the tanking begins. That is funny. Dangerous game yeah. to play with Luca, though. To Sal's point, you know yeah, how, sure. how much how much does Luca want to put up with? He's still a young guy. The idea that he can't force his way out of there with the, all the nonsense going on. Why would he right. want to be a part of that mess?
It would be funny if it became a blanket thing from Adam Silver, like actually said, like, okay, listen, this is going to be a red flag. Anyone who signs Kyrie, you will be under investigation. We're on to you. (laughs) I do like that. Like, look, we can't figure out everything, but this is an obvious sign that you don't want to win. Um, All right. uh, Let's talk Masters real quick. I know we're a couple days removed. John Rahm plus 950 wins the green jacket. Did anyone watch? Check with you. Martin, I know you became like a Masters fan last year. Did you watch? I didn't watch, but it was uh, – I'm going to go ahead and give you guys a light shove in the chest because <laughs> I found out that I won on a Sunday. That was dope. I gave out John Rahm. Oh, that's right. You did. Right. You gave up two golfers. Let's give credit where credit's due. Not to you, but who are you talking to? Uh, Kira Dixon from the Golf, uh, golf right. Channel. All right. So she she told me she's like, she, I like the way Rahm's been playing the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, if I was a betting woman, that's what I'd do. I took her advice there you go. You're welcome. You better. But, uh, you no. better uh, do you tip her? You, you tip the waiter? I mean, she gave you nice advice on the specials coming out. No, I she's doing just fine. Yeah, she's doing just fine. No, I didn't. But I didn't watch. I didn't right. watch. I watched Tiger limp around and it was sad. And I just like, man, just stop withdraw. It Get was sad help. for me, and too, glad because that he did. as bad as he was and as bad as he looked, you couldn't really make money betting against him because he made the cut, and that third round was partially through by the time he like uh, bailed. So that, that was that was the sad part for me. But uh, I will say, Shaq, I don't know if you saw, you know, so traditionally the jacket, the the the, who the winner of last year's tournament puts the jacket on the winner of this year's uh, Masters, and I thought for a second it wasn't going to fit the way Rom, Rom's a little barrel chested, puts mm-hmm. it on, and then he shakes it out, and it fits. And do you know? I have the answer to this. How they get the size right so quickly? I don't. Fascinating to fascinated to hear the answer though. I don't know either. No, I looked oh. it up. No, 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 no. I do know. No, so I guess they scramble down the stretch. I don't know if it's like five guys in contention. It might be weird, but um, so it was between Rom and Kepka. And they get people of um, various sizes in the Augusta Nat that belong to Augusta National who have these jackets. They'll get like a John Rom body double. Like, okay, who on this uh, panel, this council, is most built like John Rom? Okay, it's it's you, Freddie. And so, give us your jacket. That's what we're going to put on it. That's what they do. That's no how way. They get it. That's exactly how they do it. And temporarily, that's the jock jacket they put on. They size all up the, the ceremonies other and eating of foods of the preceding champ. They don't take a second to measure everybody and just say, "Hey, what are you? Forty-four regular?" They don't even have to I think make what, the cut. I think the, the golfers would see that as bad luck, and they don't want anything to do with that. I know. Like getting that's why I like it. Uh, getting measured ahead of time, and so you knew this though that they only get to keep it for a year. Yeah. Um. That's dumb. That's dumb as hell. I was told too because my, my one of my favorite perennial questions is the gold jacket or green jacket. Yeah, which that's would you come prefer on. to have. Of course, it's gold. Come on. No, going to a small town in Ohio every year versus getting to play at Augusta forever. It's a pretty easy choice as far as I'm concerned, except that then people told me you don't get a lifetime membership to the golf course. What the hell goes on down at that weird place with all the rules and everything? Who hasn't won like Ernie Els or someone like that? You think he's going to have a tough time getting a tee time at Augusta if he really wants one? I do love that. Like I'm a previous people were telling me like, well, uh, Nick Faldo complains that he he can't get out there. Nick Faldo shows up at Augusta with really? his clubs in, in the trunk. They're like, "Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, man, you you Come can't back get out another here." Day. 
Yeah, but see if so you can you get, find a member. You take it home for a year, and then you have to you leave it at the club after that, and you could wear it whenever you show up to the club, but not. <laughs> it's, it's so stupid. <laughs> what? Come what on, a weird. Martin. What a Martin, weird thing. The thing I will say yeah. is, yeah, I, I I always pointed out since I saw Bernhard longer. In his bright red, it was it served as a middle finger to America, as far as I was concerned. When Bernhard Longer showed up in bright red, not just golf shirt, but red pants too, on Sunday, knowing uh, he was in contention to win the Masters, this was a middle middle finger to U.S. golf to say like this Kelly Green with that red is going to be hideous, yeah. and that's what that's the statement I want to make. Threats for success more than right. anywhere in in sport. Show up to the course on Sunday if you're in contention with something that'll go nicely, that'll coordinate neatly with uh, with that uh, hard-to-match, frankly, I'm Kelly Green jacket. Hey, I'm you own, it. like, five shirts. That's right. <laughs> but he's allowed to wear them for a year, right, or more. Martin, how would you <laughs> feel about, like, leasing clothes? Like, uh, yeah, all right, you got to give that back. I know you like I it. Just I just assumed that it. Tiger Woods had like however many just lined up in his closet. Like, right. you know, I, mean, I thought Ooh, you is it, lined so is them it up. the same one? Marty, do you know? Is it they like you won again? You take your jacket. I back. think it's the same one. I think it's the same one. Babyface, ah. maybe you could look that up. It's in that article. I said that could get like embarrassing. That. What if, like, you know, yeah, <laughs> you, you fit it, you, you win when you're young, strapping 22, and then you come back at 35 and you got a little, you know, a few more notches on the belt loop. I so love same it. Jack, you turned little Chris Farley action. Uh, John Daly gained 75 pounds, can't get that button shut. That'd be huh. fun. But That'd wait, fun. Sal, wait, wasn't, yeah. wasn't there some fun? business with with uh, Justin Thomas and shouldn't Tiger not made the cut in general oh without uh, the way he was uh, uh, I know he was a bogey machine Thomas towards the, down the stretch but yeah the, the rounds were bit broken up so much by the rain I lost track I was actually hoping the tree would fall and hit me in the head so I didn't have to bet these uh Saturday Sunday games but um yeah there was so, shenanigans but uh, Tiger made I, it and then didn't make it really so if yeah. I got it right Tiger Woods finished his round Mm-hmm. Outside of the cut line at three over, mm-hmm. and then Justin Thomas played like he had two more holes left, and could have gotten wind where Tiger finished. And you know Justin Thomas, good friends with Tiger Woods, right. and then proceeded to play so poorly on the next uh, two holes that he missed the cut entirely, yeah. moving the cut line back. So like he would be the one to get cut, not Tiger Woods. Well, that's quite know. a quite a. I mean, Tiger. If they're that close, Tiger might have just been like, "Please take me out of my misery here. <laughs> you make the cut." I mean, couldn't you back. see it? Like, couldn't you see like a guy like, "Yo, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna yeah. be the one to break Tiger's cut streak at the Masters. I don't want to do. I don't want that to. I don't know. Maybe my conspiracy theory is just going off too hard after the with the Timberwolves and the it Mavericks. And well, you know what? Everything they're, did. To, Adam to Silver's investigating Justin Thomas. Uh, uh, <laughs> Babyface, what 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 happens with this jacket? Uh, so it says uh, typically a multiple winner will only have one green jacket yeah. unless his size drastically changes. I don't know. <laughs> are they talking about Craig Stadler? That's a, seems like a low, like a shot at someone. Well, that I mean, if there's ever uh, incentive to gain like a hundred right. pounds, that's it. That is fun <laughs> right there. I wonder, uh, Nicholas. He probably had to get a smaller one because he was fat when he first started, and he actually lost weight kind of famously. Yeah. Uh, and, and pl- yeah, plus, or just just someone like him who's gonna, you know, be in his 80s, gonna be a little paunchy, right? Not, and not as fit, right? That you, you, they're gonna have to re, um, resize him, I'm sure. 
I don't know. A lot going on. All right. Let's, I thought uh, I thought it was great though because Rom is a likable guy, and it really did have if you care about the you know the funders of these golfers and the you know the the different um, outlets there. It did present this sort of like a good versus evil. If you I buy know, into that, but it's that just stuff. a matter of time though. If I mean, it was like three of the top six golfers were live guys, and like, and I'm like, aha, we showed them. It's like, all right, well, they're gonna I, win it the is next funny one. the narratives yeah. like the people on yeah. Pro PGA Anthony Live are like. See, Kepka, 54 holes. He wasn't built right. to go for that extra round. It's like, well, then how do you explain 53-year-old Phil Mickelson right. dressed like Hollywood Hogan out there? By the here's way, how, he, here's how you he explain it. I, I, I bet him to not make the top 10. That's how you explain it. That's how you <laughs> explain that. He shoots a 65 on Sunday. But, but you're, you're a mixer. Tough you're a mixer, Sal. Wouldn't you like Kepka to win? That's a whole tough month. The NCAA tournament, I'm like, I'm hoping – you guys know with the NBA playoffs, I famously bet the minus nine and a half both ways. I'm hoping this continues and gets me back on the right track, but uh, I don't think so. But no one followed Mickelson. He is, I guess, considered the greediest of the greedy. Yeah, no, but, but I, but were you, did you think, cause you're, you know, you love to, you know, as we, as we don't celebrate here, you like to bet the don't pass line. And right. No you don't beating. celebrate. Were you Martin hoping for Kepka? Were you hoping for Kepka to do it for the uh, for the discomfort it would create on the 18th hole just to see Kepka oh. with Greg Norman coming out, which would have been the all time irony, the bum yeah. who choked all the time, but he's riding the coattails of his guy Kepka, right. or for that right. matter Mickelson? Would you have enjoyed watching how that played out? I kind I mean, I didn't grow up a Raiders fan, but I remember my old man going on and on about like if the yeah. Raiders win this Super Bowl. And Pete Rozelle has to give the Lombardi to Al Davis. Those two guys hate each other. And oh, they go, right. it's going to be great. I want, this would have been way better version of that. There were a couple of those. Well, I guess Jim McMahon, right? With the Roselle, yeah, right. right? Maybe it was Roselle all along that had the problems. Yeah, you're right. There's a, there's a bunch of uh, good examples of that. Yeah. I didn't think about it at the time. I was um, checking my ledger to see how much uh, I had to go send uh, overseas, but uh, yeah, but but you're right. It's going to happen in one of these majors. So just mm-hmm. just get ready for it. All right, let's uh, take a break. Give Caesar some love, and we'll be right back with hockey talk. Your very first bet with Caesar Sportsbook. It's on Caesars. Just sign up with promo code Omaha Full O M A H A F U L L. Then place your first bet. If you win, great. You keep your winnings. But if your first bet loses, you'll receive your stake back as a bonus bet. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. All right, so the Isles and Panthers lose on Monday night. Boy, what a choke job. I, you know, when they were both minus 140, I was like, ah, both need to win, both minus 140. And then Noah Vetchkin and no Oshie. And down 3 nothing immediately, the Islanders. And then the Panthers lose in overtime. And so this opens things up for the Penguins, Check You guys control your own destiny. Um, you are minus 280 to make the playoffs. You have Chicago at home, and then you're at Columbus. My um, Penguins uh. to not make the playoffs bet is in jeopardy. But I was trying to look at these lines. The Penguins to make it is minus 280. The Panthers minus 260. And the Isles minus 160. So, so the Panthers get the tiebreaker. Meatballs over the Islanders? I'm guessing they have to, right? Is that how it works? Yeah, yes, they do. Yes, the the Pens have two left, including tonight's against Chicago. Yeah, and, right. and then yeah, it's down to the two. one. Right. All and right, the well, Panthers could have won. Don't you do you it, it, you bum. Yeah. Don't yeah. you do it, you stinker. I'm not a big <laughs> believer in jinxes and everything else, but let's play it extra safe right now. First mm. of all, to any Pittsburgh-based fan out there, do you remember a couple – January's ago, first probably first Sunday, week 18 in 2021. And it was like, well, the Steelers get in if they win at Baltimore. But, of course, they're not going to get in because the Jags, who, who've won one game, would have to beat the Colts. They're not going to do that. I saw you tweet about this. Yeah, they were like a 15-point favorite, the right. uh, Colts. I had Colts Jags, yeah. over nine and a half wins that season. Oh, that, was the great, that was the great. Oh. That was the all-timer. And I remember watching that and thinking like, this is really happening down there. The Jags are taking care of business and they're really trying to beat the Colts and it's going to suck extra bad when they, when the Steelers now lose to Ty Huntley in Baltimore and right. still don't get in. Hey, Pittsburgh sports fans, this will be a million times worse. If they can't beat the Blackhawks and the Jackets, then shame the devil. It's all, it, it, it's all over. I don't know what to say. So I'm nervous as, as all get out here about what's coming up. But it is interesting because the Canes are now playing for something, as Eddie Spaghetti mm. and, and Mikey Meatballs can tell you. That's why um, the odds are kind of long on the Panthers, even though they would appear to have the 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 upper hand here going forward. They really blew it on right. Monday night at home. They they If they had taken down the Leafs, they'd be right as rain. They'd be in. Now they have to beat the Canes straight up to get that seven seed, which I think a lot of people are angling for because nobody really wants to play the historically great Boston. Yeah, board. Spaghetti, they got to at least play the Bruins, right? They're going to get a seven seed out of this, the Penguins, after all this? Come on. This is, uh, right. It's still fun if that happens. 
My favorite thing though is like they're on the the borderline of not making the playoffs, and then like Dave and he's like, yeah, in a series versus the Bruins, they'll probably win two if not three games. It's like oh, I just on. don't, I don't understand that math. I, I'd like to. Hear well, don't that worry one. about that math. You you got you you like, got other faces. The to Bruins, like the Devils, the Bruins have lost like what twelve games in regulation all season long, eighty two game schedule, but in a series versus the Penguins, who barely who are going to limp in, they're going to lose three games out of nowhere. I, Mind I just, your business and focus so. on the Devils. Just that's what you got to worry. Yeah, about. Shaq, you can't be. You can't be worried about the Blackhawks on the back-to-back coming to Pittsburgh and then also say you're going to win three against Boston, right? I'm with you. I'm with Spaghetti with the math there. Well, it's the same. It's the same thing I said about the Lakers. They really do kind of feel like uh, uh, what's his name from uh, from Gremlins, the little the little creature guy. What's his name? I think I like yeah. Now he's this little cute little thing, and we all recognize <sighs> him. Ha ha! Look how sweet. But then you pour water on him at night when it's go time, prime time. He turns into a monster. That's what these pens are about to become if they get fully healthy and they're tracking the dude. I think that's our cap of consequence there, Martin. Something gremlin gremlin related with these Lakers. I don't feel good about it. Oh, there's going to be some water involved in in, uh, the Lakers. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I, uh, am not saying anything because I don't want to give any ideas. Because that's honestly, I was thinking about that last night of what I would have put in the cap of consequences. Don't say anything. come up with? Be nice. Not I'll say it afterwards. All right. You tell us afterwards. We're in trouble with that Lakers bet. Uh, baseball, that was nice. Scherzer beat the Padres and you, Darvish. Um, you got some bad memories there. I think they lost 7-1 game one, um, the playoffs last year. But uh, we get a win. They got Weathers versus Peterson tonight. Padres slipping fast. But, uh, hey, I hit a parlay yesterday. I can't believe it. It felt like old times. The Dodgers and Astros both won on the same day. I think Martin and I came on the other day and said, you know what? If you're losing money, just keep betting the Dodgers. It'll take a maybe at worst take a couple of days to get the money back. They got swept over the weekend by the Diamondbacks <laughs> and big favorites every time. Just terrible. Um, but let's uh, update our race to disgrace. Um, we each picked a team to lose ten games first, and whoever loses ten games last is going to also suffer the cap of consequences. Spaghetti, you picked the Red Sox, right? They're five and five. I wish Red Sox have five losses. Crack, yeah. Five and five. Um, Pirates, Mikey Meatballs, are six and four. He's looking the worst out of everybody. Um, I took the Rockies at five and six. That's somewhere in the middle. And then Martin and Sheck, uh, Martin, you took your your actual team, the Tigers, two and seven. So you have seven losses already. You're three away from being in the clear. And Sheck, you have the Nats at four and seven, also three away from being in the clear. I, I think it's going to be over like a week from today, Sheck. I a- love that. Oh, I yeah. hope it's over soon. Oh, I think it, that for it might be over before it's going to be over Friday for for well a to couple be of days. Clear. Yeah, to be yes to to survive. Yeah, but I think it'll continue for the rest of us. This is a know. this is our kind of it's not a trial run because somebody is going to have to dip into the cap of consequences. The mm-hmm. one who comes in last place, Mikey Meatball. Spoiler alert: You going against the Buckos? <laughs> you're going to get yours. Um, oh, that happened. Poor O'Neill yeah. Cruz. But also, yeah, terrible. Really, really a bummer. But um, breaking his his ankle at uh, at home plate. Um, we didn't really establish. So, what are the what are the stakes? What does what does the winner get? First of all, Nothing. and also, there Nothing. are two teams that have eight losses now. Neither of whom any of us picked here. Well, so, are yeah. we all losers in the next iteration of this? When we go forward, there should be some sort of penalty, or maybe that money kicks ahead if no one. There's no money. We, we, did, we didn't give money to a winner because no I know, but next time we have to do money. Okay, this is our trial yeah. run. But right. as soon as somebody 
loses this on, by the meatballs, then yeah. we have money, right? No, what it is is if you if you also get the team, if you're if you're if like like if you're the team, if your team that loses ten games first is also the first team in baseball to lose ten games first, then you should get a bonus, like doing a perfect bracket. Yeah, but it shouldn't like be that as uh, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and like okay. if if you had like the the Tampa Bay Rays, you should never be able to talk about sports again, right? I mean that team exactly. is um, spectacular. Ten nothing, uh, ten nothing, ten and zero, a run differential of plus fifty eight. Now they played some loser teams. Sorry, Martin Tigers being one of them. The, the hey, I, EA thank is you. Like an over seven ERA, but I don't know how they keep doing this. This this. Patchwork team, like they really, it flies in the face of everything else with the big spenders and everything. And they just do it and they get guys you've never heard of with zero ERAs through three weeks. And uh, here come the Rays again. I don't understand it, Martin. Yeah, I hate betting against them. I haven't done it once this year, but in years past, it's like, how is like uh, this team of these, like Choi and Randy Rosarina, Mm -hmm. just how, why can't they hit anybody else on this line? But no, this is kind of, I mean, obviously I don't think they're going to go undefeated throughout the season, but they'll obviously regress. But throughout the first 10 games, uh, it's been, it's great to see. Like it's wild to see. I mean, their starter went two innings yesterday. And then they got a reliever that goes four, and then a one, one, and one. And like this is against. It's the like Red they're Sox. playing video yeah. games. Like it's, it's like they Trojans. play MLB the Show instead of yeah. everybody. Like everybody's like, bound to the rules of the real world. Why doesn't the Rays GM? I'm gonna look it up. I think it's Mark Cuban. No, I, I don't know. Why doesn't uh, Peter Bendix get as much credit check as like uh, Billy Bean for Moneyball? This guy doesn't spend money. He does everything a GM should do, right? Doesn't I'll tell you money why. And, and wins. Yeah, I'll tell you why. And, you know, it kind of is the other side of, you know, you're, you're talking about, I, I don't know if anybody, well, I know uh, spaghetti and meatballs likely were um, focused in on the TV watching puck. And I, it occurred to me at multiple points, like sports are just the GD best. They just, as I'm watching <laughs> this, like he, I'm a, I'm watching the Capitals rooting for Tom Wilson to score goals. And, and it's three, nothing. And I'm over the wall. Oh, now it's four two. Oh, empty net goals back and forth. And I'm also watching a game in Florida between right. Toronto and my, what the hell I, I, and I'm living and dying with it. And it's all great. And the other side of it is the Tampa Bay Rays. Nobody cares about, and it really just has to do with aesthetics. No one wants to watch games in that bum dome. They're down there in Tampa. Mm-hmm. It all kind of it all kind of stinks. And I think the East Coast bias that is real with Boston Red Sox, New York Yankees fans, the Baltimore Orioles, the Jays have been in that mix for long enough. The Rays feel like interlopers, and no one and, and the big loser when the Rays win that division is all of us. It, you know, it's up. Move that yeah. team or put them in somewhere. No one wants to watch their games. You can feel it through your TV how soulless that dome stadium is. Get out because of there. There's it's no just, souls inside of it. Yeah, exactly. It's it's lacking right. souls. Yeah, that park and the A's park has to. I mean, like most of the AAA teams uh, had better attendance than the A's this weekend, or maybe it was during. The it's week, an indictment, yeah. really, of that, and yeah. that's why I mean, like, it's not the GM's fault, but ownership, mm-hmm. really. Like, what are they doing already? They've had a good. And it, it's not like a two, three year, like Kansas City Royals blip. This has mm-hmm. gone on for a long time now, and, and it ain't worked. Nobody there apparently cares, to Marty's point. Nobody shows up to those games. Change something. This is bad for baseball. Talk about all the 
time clock and everything else and fixes for baseball. One of the best teams for the last decade is a team nobody watches and nobody cares about. Well, what are you supposed to do if you're an owner? You're paying rolls down. You don't want to move. To, maybe you don't want to move to Memphis, like or wherever they would end up. I don't know. But uh, I don't know, yeah. Sal. But you got to do something because I've seen pictures of Rob Parker taking a selfie in in, in yeah. the Rays uh, stadium with entire sections to himself. Yeah, Rob Parker could streak and no one would know. Like right at that point, yeah, selfing all the way through. Um, all right, let's jump to the NFL. Odell signs with the Ravens, a, a pretty monstrous deal. As far I, I don't know, I'm lost with wide receiver check because, like I said, my team traded a fifth rounder or got a fifth rounder for Amari Cooper, and then Christian Kirk made like uh, two hundred billion dollars, and like everything went crazy with wide receiver salaries. But Beckham can make up to fifteen million dollars for this one year deal, which uh, shows me that he should at least, at the very least, be Lamar Jackson's agent. Um, they FaceTime, they seem to be happy with each other. And, uh, is this mean, I don't know. Does it, did it jump from 50% to 80% that Lamar suits up for the Ravens? I, you know, the answer is first of all, $18 million for a guy that age with the two significant knee injuries, feels like a reach and it feels desperate. But the other side of the coin is, and none of us really knows ultimately are Odell. Yeah. There are indications Lamar and Odell are getting on, but it also feels from the Ravens side of things without mm -hmm. more information, which I assume we'll find out based on whether or not Lamar Jackson plays for the Ravens is like, are the Ravens just swinging for the fences here? Are they just trying to distract Lamar with shiny keys? Like, Hey, we got you something better here. And by mm -hmm. the way, if you are Lamar looking for a successful year, it sets up with Dobbins and, and Gus Edwards in the backfield. Plus you assume Rashad Bateman, who's real good. If he comes back 100%, plus Mark Andrews, they're not loaded up um, offensively. Lamar's in a good spot. The problem is they were loaded up a year ago, and he's in the same boat, and now the Ravens are essentially yeah. saying, like, prove it again. Like, I already proved it. What are you talking I mean, I shouldn't have to prove it at this point. So if he's bitter about that, I think we're back to where we were before Odell went there, and I still think that the Atlanta Falcons – or the Indianapolis Colts would do better to go and get Lamar Jackson than, than dipping into the draft or going with what they have. Well, I, you know, I heard you yesterday. You, you brought up about how the Ravens are screwed if he sits, and then I, I don't think he can sit. I, I really don't think, like, because now you're, if you sit, now you're three years removed from any kind of stats that anyone would be interested in, Right. So he he does have to prove himself this year. He absolutely does. Whether so, I don't think sitting is an option, Martin. But I do think he now stays with the Ravens after mm. all this. I don't think it has. I don't think signing Odell Beckham. If he was going to stay or leave, giving Odell Beckham fifteen million up to eighteen that shouldn't have any impact, regardless. Like, well, if anything, if I'm a guy who's arguing to have the vast majority of my contract guaranteed, watching you give Odell Beckham fifteen million with eight of potential to get eighteen, and while I'm sitting here wondering where's my money, that doesn't help me one bit. If I'm Lamar, like the calculus to me doesn't change there. So true. Like, Great point. Like, especially for real, that, like, that, that's no, a legit like, good point. Like, what's Lamar? We don't know what Lamar is like. Lamar, like, you make uh, the offense a little snazzier for me. I might be more inclined to come back, Harbaugh. Or is yeah. he like eighteen million? Who's he? What? What the hell? What about this guy? You're right. exactly it's, right. We don't know the answer to that. It's like when, it's like companies trying to get you to come back to the office. Just like I don't care about the snacks and the mm. and the couches. I just don't want to be there, bro. All pay right. me more. Martin, like we know, like we, we know. You know we know. But, 
but it's like it's like hey, that. Like Michael, I, I don't, Michael. We got to get better snacks for Martin. You're, you're hearing this. <laughs> I don't give a damn about the snacks. <laughs> but that that's what this feels like to me. Odell is is, is some nice pop chips, you know. Yeah. And, and, you know, we don't. I mean, like they've said, he's my he's my age, and he's got two, he's blown two ACLs. Yeah, like, I, that's that's a. I mean, sketchy at best. Off, but I I don't know if Lamar. I still think Lamar can sit. Like Lamar has. I don't know, man. That's a Lamar's lot. Of thirty games, games over five hundred as a starter. That's like, fine, but now now we're looking way back in the time machine. If he sits twenty three, and now you're looking, you know, you're gonna say this. How much? How how much can we say this guy's a former MVP winner when those years are so far removed? You know, I, I agree. I have what what I think risk. is no. the Ravens are cool with going twenty twenty three with Lamar Jackson at QB, but yeah. it also feels pretty clear that their ideal scenario would be for the Colts or the Falcons or someone like that to step up and say, like, Mm -hmm. we'll take them off your hands and get, let's say, again, it's not required that you give up the two picks. If you sign him, if you're the Colts and you sign Lamar Jackson, then you owe the Ravens two picks, but you could still trade him for whatever. So let's say the first round pick, you could say, here's our fourth pick overall. We'll send you that. I think the Col- I think the Ravens would rather have that at this point, yeah, right? Wouldn't they rather draft Anthony Richardson or, or I mean, maybe even Will Levis than they would keep Lamar Jackson and be because Lamar Jackson is going to be dissatisfied. You know, he's not going to be happy. Like you know that the Ravens don't want you long term, and so he's playing on with chip on his shoulder. Maybe that works out, but it's certainly imperfect when you're. I the, just think the we would have heard about it by now. With uh, this one's interested, this one's interested. You know, it's it's weird to me now. We're not a month away. We're two weeks from Thursday, right? Is the draft so? Uh, decision has to be made before then. Uh, I did look at Caesars comeback player of the year odds. By the way, boy, they have stats up. I, I don't know that we're going to cover it today, but they have odds on the first pick. Check what position the Steelers' first pick will be. Martin, what position the Lions' first pick will be? It's so much so great. We can get into it. But for comeback player of the year, Lamar ten to one odds, Odell twenty five to one odds, and here's the winner. I'm telling you guys. Unload, take a mortgage out, Martin, sell the electric by whatever you have to do. Damar Hamlin minus one twenty-five. I that that <laughs> might be yep. that might be the only football bet I make all year. I'm gonna load up <laughs> on it. And if he puts his cleats on even once, he's gonna win. And I will make it my mission to criticize all the monster voters who are thinking about oh, putting in a vote for anybody else. This well, is so it. unlike you, Sal. Shouldn't you be rooting against Damar Hamlin? No. Is there like no <laughs> way? Wow, Dave. <laughs> Shaq, come on. Well, there, not uh, me. I'm not the one doing it. It's him. It's I you. Say, You're the one. It's no, a little different than the don't pass line. Because I learned, though, Martin, I did learn when Alex Smith, I think he showed up for training camp and he was like, oh, that's it. He won. They, they gave it to him, right? And also yeah. a horrific injury, and everybody saw it and everything else. But same thing. So, come on. No one no one's taking this award from DeMar Hamlin, even if he plays three games. No, I very much remember Alex Smith's comeback and yeah. then remember Aaron Donald jumping on his back a play later thinking, dang, dog, maybe you shouldn't have came back. Like, right. Maybe you should get out of here. This right. Maybe this ain't the place for you no more, champ. Ugh. But uh, you're absolutely right. It's not going to be Odell. That's a promise. That's, but, a, uh, that's a good one. But Although, it's definitely DeMar. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, you're, you are betting the don't pass line if you bet on Cooper Cup but what or, or someone like that. But what I mean, again, same thing every year. We look at it. 
Why is Tua eligible for comeback player of the year? Because he missed it's the playoffs? Yeah. It's very weird because it's um, it could be uh, someone coming back from drugs or suspension or a bad divorce or uh, brain trauma. Can Tua come back from brain trauma? More, more that's, the, the, back that's the question. The bad yeah. back. Yeah. I don't know. They're, listen, they're not giving it to anyone other than DeMar Hamlin. If he plays, if he I'm plays, sorry. if he steps out onto the field, you're, you're anything. Very likely if, he, right. if he makes a speech uh, during hard knocks for another team, he's in. Uh, Babyface, who are you saying? Calvin Ridley? Yes, Calvin Ridley. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> that depends on who's doing the voting. If it's the I resident of Mount Pius, he has zero chance. He's got a bet on himself. He's come exactly. on. Exactly. That's what would have to happen. He put in a bet on himself. Calvin Ridley, 20 to 1. It is fun to look at these numbers here. Chase Young, 25. TJ Watchek, 25. Uh, you mentioned Dobbins before, 40 to 1. Um, yeah. I mean, the standard is insane, but yes, I, I cannot help but get swept up in all of the futures tied to the NFL. It's super fun to go, yeah. go through them all. One one weird thought experiment that um, that crossed my, my brain last night is, it sounds like Rodgers is going to the Jets, and it looks more and more like Lamar Jackson is going to go back to the Ravens. We'll see about both those things actually come into pass. What if last minute all of a sudden it's like, guess what, Lamar Jackson to the Jets, Aaron Rodgers to the Ravens, yeah. who wins? Who wins more games? Which team wins more games? Aaron Rodgers goes to the Ravens and uh, Lamar Jackson goes to the Jets. Uh, it's fun. Jets, Jets, I got to look at the Jets. schedule, but I think Jets. I just think ah, that's a tough I'm surprised division. by that from both of you. I, I would probably well, lean Ravens on that. You caught me off guard. I don't know what to say. Yeah. You know, one final note on Odell signing in Baltimore. When yeah. they came out with that anonymous survey for all the 32 teams earlier this uh, offseason, oh, yeah. Baltimore ranked dead last in in uh, their health care and injuries and, mm-hmm. and injury reporting and trainers and all of that. And then when you think of how many times we've seen J.K. Dobbins be hurt in his NFL, like they, how many running backs get hurt in Baltimore? Ronnie Stanley's never been able to get on the – he can't get on the field ever since he signed his contract. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was a Fomel Dell. I really – I really feel like that's the only place I was offering him fifteen million dollars, and that's why he signed there. That's what they're talking otherwise, about. Like none, that's... none of it, none, nothing else makes sense. Everything else probably on the table was like three million with the chance to win up, make up to ten, right? right. But he's, like that's, it feels like the Ravens might have been negotiating against themselves here, and it, it might just also just be another Markham where we wonder. We talk about the Ravens have the best one of the best front offices, great reputations. And like, well, Ozzie Newsom's last draft pick was Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. And since then it's, you know, it hasn't been, you know, necessarily what you've expected out or what you've come to expect of the Ravens. Yeah. Mike Lombardi said the same thing. Who the hell were they negotiating with the Ravens? Who was on the other side of this um, Odell Beckham Jr. thing? And well, the Jets, yeah. the Jets were supposedly oh, supposed, to, supposed to be there on right. Monday to talk about how he would participate in an Aaron Rodgers led offense, which is a which is a funny rumor. And then he announces on Sunday night he's going um, right. to Before Baltimore. I thought that Jets. I took yeah. that NFL PA thing, ding in all the franchise and everything as as a distraction from their um inability to to help their players. The worst players union there is. Get your yeah. thing together, DeMora Smith. Dave, just think about uh, it. Guaranteed like money is, is, is but, I mean, that's the thing. Like, the, but Dave, what are we if talking? somebody was offering you $15 to do something and mm-hmm. you knew on Tuesday or the next day you could offer, that guy was going to maybe offer you 14 but maybe a little bit more. Like, it's in the same, you know, 
you would probably take, you know, uh, uh, you know, make, make it a dollar amount worth your time. But if it's close to the amount, you probably go there and see if you could get a little bit more from the other guy. It's not like you can't sign the contract they offered you yesterday tomorrow, unless the contract that you know you might get offered tomorrow isn't even close. It is. I weird. agree. Just- he must have known, and this is why you have an agent. Maybe the agent's like, "Hey, my guy doesn't want to fl- uh, fly across country if you're not going to give him at least ten billion." And the Jets are like, "Oh no, we're saving up for a rainy day. We're not." Gonna give right. him nearly that much, so maybe he did have his answer, but uh, I, I do see well, what you're saying. Well, Odell had sides. positioned himself in whatever that was November-ish, um, uh, you know, a few months ago, as like he was ready to be the all-time mercenary. Like every uh-huh. year, I'm just gonna go the finishing piece for a contender. I don't necessarily consider either one of these teams teams reasonably yeah. going to the Super Bowl this year. I mean, I guess we 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 see teams come out of nowhere every year, and the Jets and Ravens aren't exactly coming out of nowhere, but. If yeah. Odell is like, I'm going to wait and go to the perfect spot and be like on a super team, neither one of those really fits that description, I don't think. No, right. it doesn't matter. Demar Hamlin, comeback player of the year, minus 125. Okay. Uh, let's take a uh, quick break and then, oh, we owe you guys some picks. Play of the day, Tuesday. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, Kyle Anderson. Have you heard of this guy, Martin? <laughs> He's expected to have um, his over-under for three-pointers tonight is .5. So it's essentially, will he make one or will he not make one? And I'm going to say he will make one at minus 113. He's nailed a three in uh, two of his last four games, which is not special. But five of his last six to end March. Also, I think he has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder and maybe even a baby-ish bump on his chest. Uh, after that punch, that devastating punch. And COVID, too, maybe. And COVID and everything else. So I think he lets a three fly. I think it goes in. He only needs to make one minus 113. Kyle Anderson hits a three against the Lake Show tonight. Martin, you have a video coming out, right? I do. I do have a video, and it is going to be Anthony Edwards to get a double-double. I like mm. with with J.D. McDaniels and Rudy Gobert out here. I think we're going to see Anthony Edwards get double-digit rebounds. Uh, he was averaging about six on the season. It's the like it's winter go home time for Minnesota, and I know Minnesota pretty much wants to go home, but and to competitor. So I see him getting the double-double points and rebounds. Right. All right. That's a good one. That's going to be a fun game. Shaq, I like what you're thinking. Penguins minus two and a half goals, minus 117. I really like your uh, thought process here. 
Well, but first of all, I like both of your thoughts there. I, mm. I, I saw uh, your pick, Sal, in advance, and I like that one. And, and obviously, the attrition indicates that somebody's got to do it for the team. Right. So that makes sense. How about how dumb I was? Eddie Spaghetti can confirm this. Um, during what? minus three, during <laughs> minus three on Monday, I say, like, these NHL teams who are playing for something are 100% beating Nobody's the teams losing. that aren't playing for anything. No one's yeah. losing. That just cannot happen forever. That I mean, I know there are only a couple games left, but these teams have to lose. And I said, you watch. The Capitals beat the Islanders tonight. And mm. then we stopped the show and we end the show. And then I look at it like, Oshie and the Vetchkin are out. Like, well, take yeah, that out, Spaghetti. Of course. Take, I was like, take that out. They're, they're, they're just, they, they don't have anything out there. And then, of course, they go and win. That's like, right. So that was a terrible, uh, a terrible thought by me. I can't do the, the the Penguins on I'm going back to the teams that have to have it. And here's the thing. The Sabres have to have it and the devs need to have it so that they can play or they can avoid Eddie Spaghetti's um, rags in the first round and instead catch the lowly Penguins or Islanders or Panthers. So devil's money line, Penguins money line, Kane's money line. I know that's a, that's a lot to play for the, a plus 126, but that's the best I can come up with here unless mm. you want to roll the dice on Jake Gensel as a big-time goal scorer for a team that has to have it. These Pittsburgh Penguins do have to have it, but I'm adding up three teams that are playing for something against uh, against two-and-a-half teams that are not All playing right. for something. The Sabres are fun, though, so I hate to go against them. You want to watch a great entertaining game, Sabres, Devs, some, uh, some uh, world-class um, – uh, skill going to be out on the ice tonight. And the Bruins still at this point, nothing to play for except maybe records minus three thirty five over the caps. I'm just saying that I'm, I'm just looking at all the big favorites here. You want that even caps went last out. night. I was looking yeah. at that one as well, but the Bruins really at some point, take your foot off the gas and rest up fellas. Right. All right. You so know, there you go. You know, so, uh, yeah. In spite of you smushing the Dodgers and uh-huh. having them get swept by the Diamondbacks, oh. they're six and five, all six wins. Right. By two runs or more. Over more. Minus the one and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I yes, see sir. that. Yeah, because they they hit. They hit the damn ball. It's nice. Taking that um, again tonight. You're doing it again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got lucky. Uh, I got to stay away from them for a minute. Um, By yeah, the way, stay away, Dodgers, stay away from my team. You know, I brought this up yesterday on Against All Odds. We talked. I thought it was an easy answer. Like, where? which is sports? What's the best time zone for watching sports? I thought hmm. for sure. And I lived my first... 27 years on the uh, East Coast, almost split now, Um, just as many almost on the West Coast. West Coast, I think, is far superior. And then I asked Mikey Meatballs, I'm like, Mikey Meatballs, you've been living here over a year. And he said, no, no, East Coast is superior. Now, I don't know if this is just because he has to defend the East Coast for everything. I get it. Pizza, bagels, newspapers, fun. But I've never heard anyone who's lived here more than a year say that. Mikey Meatballs, uh, defend your uh, actions here. What 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 don't you like about West Coast uh, viewing? Uh, it's kind of soft to to go to bed at, at 10 p.m. on the West Coast <laughs> after sports are done. I mean, it, it, it creates <laughs> mental toughness, you know, being up uh, off of six hours of sleep on the on the East Coast Monday morning. So we're going your, East Coast. Your father is a huge UFC fan and couldn't stay up for that Adesanya fight because they freaking on and it's an East Coast event and it didn't end until ten to one a.m. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to well, figure so for, out. In his yeah. defense, he was up at five. In the yeah, morning, no, I get so. it. But you don't have to worry about that if you're up at five and it's <laughs> on the West Coast. But 
Yeah, I, I as don't... somebody who's up at five o'clock almost every morning, I appreciate the fact that sporting events end well before one a.m. I just like, you know, you're playing and especially in baseball. Now you're not playing your division as much. So your Yankees at angels. I don't know. That's going to be over at one 15 in the morning, uh, East coast. You got to catch a train from Huntington to Penn station at seven. I, that doesn't seem ideal. I'm trying to think, I don't love waking up that early for the, uh, London game or the German game, right. For the, in the NFL, but otherwise check. I, but that's even that's kind of fun because it's a Sunday morning, so it it, it feels like you're making well, a choice. I, to I do hated that. waiting six hours. I'd wake up at seven a.m. So excited for the NFL slate on the East Coast. I'm like, all right, I got six hours, and I was young. I didn't have a kid to take to the park in the in the meantime. Right. So, so that's, that's what I, I grew up. I yeah. had to I, yeah, I had to go to Sunday school, which sucked and everything. Yeah. But I can't imagine now. I can't imagine that life of waiting till one o'clock in the afternoon for football games to kick off. Um, and then it Monday the, night, it's like 8.30 uh, kickoff. Like, oh, my God, you're waiting all day for this. It's but, insane. Right. It is yeah. the biggest concession that the East Coast of our society makes for the West Coast. It is so wild that they tilt things like right. that. The games go, and, like, games are on at 12.30 a.m. People have to work. I mean, mm-hmm. You know, like on Monday nights and on random Wednesday nights, it is why I can't imagine what Mikey Meatballs is thinking, except that he's a little bit younger and so probably he sleeps a little bit later because kids don't wake him up anyway. So he doesn't feel as anxious to wait. He's not awake already at 9 a.m. for college football on Saturday mornings. Also, Mikey Meatballs, you're not a big drinker, are you? Because that also yeah, might is. be a thing. Yes, he is. I don't think he wants oh, he to expose, but he is. Yes. No, yeah. I, I am not. I am not. A, no, That's alcohol. a factor, too. Because then you're not as like I, you don't get sleepy as my like if 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 you're having a couple of belts along the way you get a right. little sleepier and you conk out on the couch a little bit that's never happened to me. Um, my body's a temple, no. but most people. <laughs> Your body's at temple. Yeah, uh, a spaghetti. What were you on this before we get to the poll? We put this up uh, for a vote. We did. I, I'm 100% with Mikey Meatballs on this. Uh, really? The, wow. I, it's East Coast is the best time to watch sports because. All right, starting with the the Sunday, or if you want to even further, an hour earlier, the Saturday, um, uh, the, the like the college, like the like Big Ten does like some of their crappier games, like nine o'clock in the morning for kickoff. Yeah. You want to watch those on Saturday? If you go out the Friday night board, even if you're out for like a dinner and you go to bed, you know, I naturally go to bed somewhere eleven o'clock midnight, like, and I still wake up relatively early, um, you know, seven thirty, eight o'clock. I don't sleep in that late. You can't. If you have stuff to do, you can't accomplish anything. You can't go grocery shopping. You can't hit the gym for a workout. Like you have to just sit into the like right in the couch and start watching immediately. And then you're just sucked in the entire day. And then your Saturdays and Sundays now are completely lost to just watching mm-hmm. football. And I think, you know, obviously if West Coast teams are playing in the West Coast like time zone, then you're fine. Like, but you know, when the Yankees are playing at home in the Bronx, uh, you know, versus the Orioles, and it's a four o'clock first pitch it's like you're still on a work day you're still doing stuff like i'm right, still that's busy what i'll so- say well no no we have jobs where it's hardly i mean you may do a podcast where it's going to overlap with a yankee game for now but we're 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 pretty good with that we i feel like as a group we could see almost any game whenever it is yeah uh, us specifically yes, yes but in past jobs but like yes. i mean i'm i'm missing you're chunks right. of games i'm in traffic I, I have to listen to it instead of watching it so it just starts way too early on the uh, pacific time mm-hmm. to watch the east coast uh, first pitch all right well so but I'm as a for them. instance sal like so my boy has a baseball game today and it starts at five o'clock 
as mm-hmm. that as it happens on the West Coast, that'll be smack dab in the middle of the Penguins and Blackhawks game. But DVR is the answer. Now you have to avoid your cell phone. Nah, you have to have discipline, hard. and you can't it's have hard. a bunch of people like Kevin Hench texting you "What a goal" and mm. stuff like that because that ruins things. But it also makes you Father of the Year, right? Like, get like you get outsized credit because you still go to the the activities of your kids, yeah. And then you go home and you, and you watch what you need to watch on DVR. You just can't. I, can't look at I think spaghetti would feel the same way. Yeah, I can't DVR. I just feel, and I don't know how you do it, Sheck. I mean, I guess you just ignore the text, but you're also ignoring. Tw- I don't know. I just I, I can't do it now. It's There's hard. It's tough to do. But that's why that's why I have a T-shirt that says Father of the Year. Well, but you could a, DVR on the East Coast, too, and then make, make it work. All right, but Babyface, I think you were on the East Coast side with this, right? I'm about to make this a clean sweep because East Coast is the Michael Jordan of time zones. You mm-hmm. want to stay up, not just for the game. You want to stay up and watch Charles and Kenny and Shaq. What else am I going to do from 10 p.m. To, to 1 a.m.? You want to stay up and root for overtime hockey to k- extend your night the morning, the morning is for sleeping in. The morning is for brunch. The morning is for going to the aquarium with your well, family. These are weekend mornings on I'm Wednesday. The, <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about like during the week. If you have to catch a, tra- if you have to get to work early, it's tough to no, stay up late. Yeah. It's the same thing. I'm with Eddie. Like I don't need it on the middle of the day. I want to. I want to get dinner. I want to get home, and at seven o'clock, eight o'clock, mm-hmm. then watch a game. I, I don't need it at, at two thirty or four o'clock in the afternoon when you're in the car or trying 2:30. to. Well, right. I mean, sometimes I'll meet you halfway. You know what it is? This it's is the worst. This if is absurd. We got to hear from you. Yeah. Well, if you're 18 or 23 or whatever, like when I got out of college and I lived around a bunch of my chums, it was fun to go out in Chicago mm. and see the Indiana Hoosiers play a Big Ten basketball game at a bar mm. and throw it on real good and stay up a little bit later than you're supposed to and be a little hungover at your suit and tie job and everything else. But once you have kids and everything else, it just practically doesn't work as well and your body is more tired and if you have drinks you pass out on the couch like i say and everything that's the point right there that's the point right there all right because you you know like you said when you were younger you go out and you tie one on at the bar watching the game till midnight one o'clock in the morning right Mm -hmm. now you could watch the game and then go out and do whatever the hell you want to do True. from 10 to 1 o'clock in the morning every night, especially if you live in Los Angeles, because it's, it's it's wide open. And nobody here has a real job. So, like, you just probably have a meeting in the morning. Like, like I'm just like, I don't get, like, what y'all, I don't know what y'all talking about. Because oh, here, I- at least, like, if you want to go on a date, you want to talk about your day is done Saturday, mm-hmm. you want to go on a date Saturday night, and during college football season, you can now you got to compete with the, like Ohio State versus Oregon, or you know whatever's going on. Like I'm, like the amount of times I was watching the NBA playoff game out of the corner of my eye when I was on a date in Detroit because the game was ending at midnight. No, now I just watch the game and then be like, all right, babe, let's go because oh, I can I, have I, I can I, get I, it I, all here. Coast, I can have everything. Portland, and if I want to get up and State. watch the games in the morning, I set yeah. an alarm like an adult. No, West Coast is easily superior. I probably would lose less money gambling if I lived on the East Coast because I would just be like, I can't watch Portland at Golden State playoff game. (laughs) The ones that you know less about, too. Right, exactly. I definitely wouldn't be live betting the fourth quarter. All right, so Spaghetti, what did the polls say here? So I guess who, who won this? By the way, Eddie Spaghetti, before he oh, announces this, Eddie Spaghetti Eddie might literally not be in game. time zone stinks is because you can't watch the game at a bar. Maybe go to the bar and hang out with your friends. 
Maybe you can watch the game at your house and then take those same friends at your house no, and then go I, to the bar. I think you're wrong there, Martin. I got to say, there's nothing better than going out on the East Coast time and having games on late and be able to just hang at the bar, have a couple of beers with your friends and watch it. It's weird going to bars in L.A. where they have on like TV shows or like old movies. Like I want to watch sports and I don't want to watch repeats of sports center. Like watching a game that you don't really have that much interest in is like one of the best things to do. So I'm totally against you there. Well, that's up, but that's the beauty of the West Coast. You're watching the Suns play the the Blazers. It's a distraction. Like I don't really care what the outcome of this game is unless you have something on yeah, it. Yeah, but it's uh, it's it's done by ten though. I'm saying you're out at the, night. Oh. Right, 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Yeah. when the bars yeah, you are open. Game, game on. I mean, I got you, spaghetti's I got closing these bars down. That's why. It's, it's, uh, but spaghetti was been, spaghetti's true, spaghetti's been, been like, You know what it is? Spaghetti's been dating the same girl for the longest time. If you were out here having to go out and hunt for your own food, if I may, <laughs> you would not be watching the game at 11.45 at the bar. You would not no, be watching so, the game at I mean, I, back in the East Coast, I did, and I meant more like when you're hanging with the fellas, like not going out on dates, right. like just your, your crew. But anyway, the results – so in last place, the, what we all, me, Joel, and Meatballs voted for, East Coast time is 15.7%. Wow. Uh, we did add uh, the Central time zone as well uh, with the Pacific. Central finishing second, 32.2. And then the, the runaway winner, Pacific, 52.2%. Hmm. Central time zone would also be my second place. Central I ain't people, bad. I did that for a while in Indiana, yeah. I guess that's in a Chicago. nice compromise. But I, I do feel like everybody should live uh, at least a few years in each time zone so that they can make a, j just for this poll, just for purposes of this poll. <laughs> now, the it amount of people cool. that I talk to like yeah. in my regular life that can't do the math from East uh, Eastern time to Pacific time is, is it's really frightening. It's honestly. rough. Like everybody yeah. here understands it can go forward, but the amount of people like East of the Mississippi just seem to can't figure it out. It, oh, it's listen, really, it's, try, it's, try it's, sending it's, an outline to Harry who lives in Arizona sometimes and they move the clock back sometimes, but not. And like, uh, that's, <laughs> that's my problem trying to figure that out. Like where I don't know what time, Harry, you got to press record, but that, you know, the, the central was great for late night shows like Conan, who was on, you know, yeah. 1230 AM, 1130. That felt luxurious. To right. Me. You know, like right. you weren't up as late. But as I say, like Eddie Spaghetti literally might not be engaged if he had left le lived on the East Coast because Ooh. he had to wait for the end of a rags game before he could go and meet Jada to get mm -hmm. engaged that night. And yeah, that was at like eight o'clock at night. He didn't want to be engaged. So I don't know That's what true. your point is. Yeah, no, it's it's. <laughs> The East Coast, it's the city that never sleeps. It was doing somewhere at 4.30 in the morning. I got to say, af after hearing everybody, I understand the East Coast argument a little little better. I would say the biggest problem with the East Coast or with the West Coast is baseball games starting at 4 o'clock and basketball games starting at 4. If you have a job that you can't get home till 4 until 6. But So, I don't know. I guess there's good and bad. But I, I thought it would be even a bigger runaway uh, for – West but they, Coast. you know what though? Back to the boozing, since that ain't your thing, Sal. I can <laughs> yeah. I, let me vouch for that. Day right. drinking. The older you get, day drinking becomes a better um, option than night drinking. And so, yeah. oh, I'm gonna leave the office, and before I get home, I'm gonna stop off um, at Moe's with the fellas and have a couple of belts there and watch the game. That's a nice option as well. Instead of waiting till. The yeah. till uh, till the cloak of night drops. Yeah, but you have kids. Yeah, go to the uh, bar and wait out traffic at night. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Right, Homer Simpson. Mo's, but anyway. Speaking of Moe's, happy birthday to Mo, right? Mo oh, Damashek, you. your mom, right? Happy right. birthday to my sister Ivy today, April eleventh. 
Uh, it's her big day. And Scott the Grizz Holmes, also his birthday. Mikey Meatballs, you live with Scott Holmes. What's the big plan? Speaking of day, day drinker, night drinker, he drinks Oxman. times. Yeah. Scott's in Texas right now. Oh, he is? Oh, that, he's, he's celebrating home, big time. Home in Texas, yep. All right. All right. That's, that's the, the best kind of roommate, way. huh, Meatballs? <laughs> Out of town. That's the way to do it. All right. So that's going to do it. We will be back Thursday. And I want to remind everyone, you may feel like underdogs, but please, please remember, you're all my favorites. Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.